Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, it's been a while, I feel like. I know it's been only been a week, but I feel like we taped the last episode a long time ago. So happy to be back. I hope you're all doing well. It's Super Bowl weekend coming up, I guess. So that's a big time here in America. Uh, I hope everyone's going to have a good Super Bowl Sunday and whatever leads up to that, whether you watch the Super Bowl or one of those other puppy bowls or kitten or any of that other shit. I hope it's fun. I'm back from New Hampshire. Had some great shows in New Hampshire. Thank you all uh, for from the podcast who came and the Juicy Scoop who came and all the people who come out. I really do appreciate it. And people were very nice hanging out with them after the show. People brought me Subway gift cards and all sorts of crazy stuff. So it's great. Thank you all. Keep coming to all the shows. I got a bunch coming up. I have Phoenix, Arizona coming up. I have um, West Edmonton, Canada coming up. West Edmonton and Mall of and that big giant mall they have there. Um, where I'm with Heather McDonald. We're together again uh, in New York next week. Caroline's in New York. We're doing a live Juicy Scoop and then stand up on Friday and Saturday. So come to see that. Sorry to bore you with that plugged right up front, but they tell me to plug up front because you people don't listen to the entire episode. So you might be bailing on us if I start plugging at the end. So I plug up front. So you won't bail on us. Here we go. Cover to cover. Now, a lot of times I'll get the New York Post on the way here. And the New York Post, a lot of times will have uh, cover stories that are just about like local New York stuff. So I don't bore you with those mostly. But... All the talk today is this polar vortex that is uh, gripping most of the country, except for us here in Los Angeles. Uh, Everything's fine here. It's about 72 degrees, a little cloudy, but wonderful. But for the rest of the world, at least here in America, it is brutal, brutal, brutal 50 below zero in like Chicago and Minnesota and New York and like wind chills are 50 below zero, which means you get frostbite within like three minutes of being out in, in the 
and I was watching the girl this morning on, on the Today Show, who I still don't know her name, the other weather girl, like the white weather girl who just talks about her kids all the time. She's She was in Minnesota reporting from just some frozen field in Minnesota, and it looked brutal. She couldn't even speak uh, because it was so cold. So you got a few more days of that. Just stay in. This is a perfect time for you to sit and listen to the Cover to Cover podcast while it's freezing cold. There's no leaving the house for the next three days in any many of these cities. So just stay home. Listen to this. Play it five times. Tell all your friends to play it. And uh, and, and and we'll spread the word and everybody will listen. And then I won't have to, um, you know, I could just do this for the rest of my life and not have to write on TV shows anymore, which I've been doing with my friend Jen Kirkman of Fortune Feimster this week. And we're having fun doing that. And we'll see how this all turns out. But anyway, back to the news. I watched, by the way, I know it's a couple days ago now. I watched Rent Live the other night. It was a, they did the show Rent on Fox live. And I guess apparently it was not live but because the kid broke his foot, the lead actor. So they had to tape a, um, they had to show a, a rehearsal from the night before because the kid wound up breaking his foot in d- during the performance and he had a big cast on so they couldn't do it. So I'm watching this Rent, which Rent, when I was a kid, or a kid, whatever, when it first came out, like 1995 or six or whatever it was, I loved Rent. I was into it. I went to see it on Broadway like several times, thought it was amazing, had like soundtrack, played it all the time, still play like, you know, Would You Let My Candle and those type of songs. I didn't realize Rent had so many songs in it. Like, I only know the, like the four big hits from it. Other than that, there's a lot, of, and I don't remember being so long. Maybe I'm just like the rest of the world. I have no attention span anymore, but it went on for about three hours and 20 minutes, and uh, it was very, very long. They were very good. All the people in it are very talented and very good, and uh, you know, I'm more power to them. I know it's very difficult to put up a, a production like that in like a studio and all the cameras and had a live audience there of like people jumping around and going crazy. But I feel like Rent is a little dated now because, you know, they're talking about, hey, we got to help these people, squatters out. Let these squatters squat in in these buildings. And now you're like, fuck these squatters. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the, maybe I'm just an old, you know, curmudgeon now. But when I'm hearing that, that's what Rent is all about. It's like, if we want to squat in these buildings without paying rent, we should be able to squat in these buildings without paying rent. But now the, the adult in me who owns a home and has like homeless people in my neighborhood, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, you bastards. Is that originally what Rent was about with squatting? Yes, it's uh-huh. about that originally in like 1990, whatever it was written. Uh, it, you know, that was the thing where, you know, where these people are keep kicking us out of our buildings that we're not paying rent in. That, that hence the title, Rent. When I pay a rent. That's the song. Anyway, so now I'm like, oh, fuck these kids. So anyway, <laughs> I watched it and it was fine. It was good. I got a little bored at times, I must admit. But the little girl, the girl's cute. The, you know, when she comes on later in, in, the, in the production, the one from, uh, from, from High School Musical, what's her name? Vanessa Hutchins. I think Hudgens. Hudgens? Vanessa yeah. Hudgens. She's real cute and she's fun and she's dancing around in like leather outfits and stuff. So that was fun to watch. And uh and all in all, it was just it was a little long. I don't know where you people stand on it and if you thought it was good or bad or if you even watched it. I I watch all these live musicals they've been doing. 
And I guess they're getting num, you know, net, net numbers for these networks because they keep doing them. So uh, somebody must be watching. Uh, I feel like it's younger people who seem to be into it, which is good. I'm glad. Anyway, I found it to be a little long. That's all I'm saying. But that's just me. That's because I can't focus on anything anymore because I would rather just uh, move stuff around in my house. That's what I get up and do. I start watching Rent. Next thing you know, I'm moving a chair from one corner to the other. Rent's still on, but I'm moving shit around, reupholstering couches. Like, that's what I do. I just grab a staple gun and start putting fabric on something. No, I'm not kidding. Like that. What was the girl you talk about from that Netflix show? The Asian uh, Marie Kondo. <laughs> Marie Kondo. I think her name is. <laughs> I feel like Marie Kondo, who I don't see. You, you, and you're like uh, guy. I guess people your age. Like, see, this show's like crazy. Everyone's talking about it, and there are people who probably never clean up after themselves. No, either. so I tried to watch like a minute of it, and some people was like, "Don't even bother. It's awful," and because I guess it's just like white trash people are like really shitty homes, and this woman comes in and just and basically puts away their dishes. Which you should be able to do on your own, but she just puts stacks up their plates and closes the cabinet. Which do that yourself, you fucking losers. So anyway, that's what I've I've gathered from it. I haven't given it enough time because I went and now I'm getting off the cover to cover thing, but we'll get back to it in a second. Because fresh on my mind is the Fire Festival documentary that everybody is talking about. And I know once again, this is like a week old at this point, but I went and watched the Netflix one. I know there's another one on Hulu. I haven't watched that one yet, but I figure I got the point. How much more can I hear about this thing? I got I watched one on Netflix, and I got it. it. I remember it being a large story years ago, and I was fascinated by it back then when it first came out. First of all, I was fascinated by the fact that anybody was going to anything that that Ja Rule was like at that point. Ja Rule was kind of over. Not that he's a you know, he seems like an okay guy and everything, but I don't think he was like you know burning up the charts anymore at that point. So why? Anybody would jump on board like it's a job. First of all, it's a Ja Rule Blink-182 concert. Like, wait a minute. Get me on this plane. I got to go see Ja Rule and Blink-182. I felt like both of them had had better days and they're not fine enough, you know, bands and whatever. But I don't know if I would spend, um, you know, thousands of dollars to see Major Lazer. I don't even know who the fuck Major Lazer is, but I, <laughs> I saw that were on the marquee. I don't know. Probably like, Major Lazer's the biggest band in the world. I got it. They're great. But I listen to Tom Petty. So if it, is maybe, it a them? Major Lazer's a them? I have no idea. I thought it was a him. It could be a him. <laughs> I it thought it was a major. You know what? Oh, I don't, you know what? They did interview a guy who said he was Major Lazer, and it was a guy, one person, but I assumed he had other people he with had, him. Yeah. Maybe just one of those dudes who presses play on an iPad, and he's Major Lazer. And, and then, I could be wrong, and that's fine. So here we go to the fire Festival. It's a whole... It's everything we all know it was. It's a bunch of rich kids, I guess, who want to go to this island, which they say it's, it was some drug kingpin's island. And it looks fantastic. I mean, if you're just going to, like, have a drink on the beach for a day, it looks... And, you, and you're lying on a you know yacht, it looks wonderful. So they get all these models to come and, and, and Instagram it. The whole thing to me is just, like, annoying. They get like Bella Hadid and and you know Emily Ratajkowski and the, one of the Jenners, and the, she's not there. They just tell Jenner to, to tweet it out or Instagram it out. Uh, but the other girls are there. This is weeks before anyone shows up. You, now you you're not familiar with this at all. You had you. I'm familiar with the story, not the documentary. You, you, so you know yeah. you know what we were talking about. Mm. Yeah, and, it was like the music festival of the summer, right? Like everyone. Well, I guess, but there were also like there's better music festivals. Yeah. Like there's a ton of really good music festivals where like good. Giant bands play. This was not one of them. This was, you know, kind of 
uh, bands that weren't in it. They didn't have the Foo Fighters or or Paul McCartney like you know Coachella does, and some of those that have like giant um, bands. So uh, that was it. The the, the models uh, come a few days before, and. Um, and they, they're not there for when the tents and it's raining and, and all that, which is so they get in trouble, I guess, for that. They're suing them now or something. They're suing everybody for false advertising, and Bella Hadid might be sued for this. Anyway, the whole thing is just like, what, are you, what were you idiots thinking? Like, that's what I'm watching this whole time. Like, why would you spend this kind of money on going to this in the first place? Just go on a vacation somewhere to Cabo or Vegas or fucking the Hampton. Like, what are you doing? And there's no, they get there, and of course we all know the story. There's wet tents, there's cheese sandwiches, there's shitty food. They were not prepared at all. You feel bad for these poor people who are, who are living in that island and they're working really hard to kind of get this thing going because for them it's just a, get, it's a job and they're happy to work. None of them wind up getting paid. Uh, I, I read later on that they wound up doing a, a, a GoFundMe page for this poor woman who ran this restaurant uh, who, was, who was, you know, housing a lot of these people and, and kind of feeding them and stuff. Never got any money for it. And she probably didn't have any much money to begin with, but she owned this restaurant. And she seems very, very, um, you know, sincere in the end, saying, I, I was completely fucked by this whole thing. And they wound up having a, a, a GoFundMe, which I, I, you know, I have my issues with GoFundMe because it's usually just a bunch of assholes trying to make a short film. You know, I'm going to make a short film. Could I have $500 for something nobody will ever see? I wound up, the reason I bring this up is because I wound up giving somebody $500 once for a short film. And she goes, when the, when the film comes out, we need to give you a signed poster. I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. You didn't say I was going to get a signed poster of the short film nobody will ever see. Oh, I can hang that somewhere in my, my beautiful, gorgeous home? I can hang the, the poster of a movie that nobody gives a fuck about? Well, sign me up. Anyway, (laughs) but sometimes it's good, GoFundMe, because they gave this woman a lot of money, and hopefully she can go and, you know, be paid for what she'd done for these fire festival idiots who went to this fire festival. I mean, were were any of us sympathetic toward any of these people? We're all like, fuck them all, rich idiots. Go sleep in your wet tent, you jerks. Uh, (laughs) And then, of course, the guy who ran the whole thing was just a complete scam artist. You find out later. He still, he, he begins to scam people still after he, this whole fire festival thing fails he's scamming people more now the biggest part of the whole story is there's this one dude who i don't really know why he's involved whether he had money or not he's you know bailing this this guy out who's running it billy something he, 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 he keeps bailing this dude out for different reasons then it comes to like Evian waters being held by the government of the country Bahamas, I believe. They won't release the Evian water, crates and crates of it. And he tells this dude, who's a, I guess a gay man, he says, "Go suck the guy's dick who's holding the water, and and make sure get us the water." So we're like, well, <laughs> well, well, first of all, is the, is the guy who's holding the water a gay man? Like, did, would he be interested in a blow? Like, how is that? Did did you? And the whole thing is strange. So the guy goes on to tell the story. He goes, so there I was, popped a breath mint, and I was ready to suck this guy's dick. I was fully intending upon sucking his dick to release this water. And this is a grown man who I guess seemed to have some money. So that's the biggest, everyone, that was the most shocking portion of this documentary. (laughs) That's now like memes all over the internet and shit. But what other people were not mentioning, what I found the most shocking thing is, 
in the early part of the documentary, they're they're talking about a guy who's flying the plane back and forth. He's flying like the Ja Rule and the guy who's running the whole thing, and even some of the models back and forth. This is before like the real people have come. And he says, they ask him how he learned to fly. He's like this Swedish guy or something. He goes, oh, on the internet. <laughs> he goes, I learned to fly planes on the internet. There's like I guess you know plane <laughs> apps where he could learn to fly a plane. So he got his license on the internet and now he's flying the plane. Has no like real pilot's license. And that was the part that I, t- fuck the guy blowing the dude for water. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm more shocked by the guy who was able to get a f- pilot's license and is able to take off and land this plane on this little island, which seems difficult, more difficult than landing at like LAX, which has a long runway. This guy seems to be fucking pretty expert at landing a plane on a tiny island filled with Bella Hadid. And you know she's got a lot of luggage, so that's going to fuck up the equilibrium of the plane. Bella Hadid's probably got nine pairs of shoes for a three-day vacation. Anyway, so that's the Fire Festival. I know it's not in the news, but it's in the news, and it's crazy, and watch it. It's fascinating. Like, I started watching it at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'll just finish it tomorrow, and then I couldn't. I was 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm still watching. And just the whole thing is just a bunch of idiots doing stupid shit. Everybody, it's like shitty people fucking over more shitty people, and and in the end, the only people who seemed decent were the poor people who had to work on the, the stages and the... And the woman who worked, you know, like those people who were just like workers on the island. Watch it, Alex. You I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you have to watch it. It's pretty fascinating. Whether you're even interested in the story or not, it, it is interesting. Well, now I need to figure out where I can get my pilot's license in a <laughs> no, jiffy. If, so. you, if you get your pilot's license on the internet, I will get, you could fly me back and forth to gigs. Okay. And I will be <laughs> happy to get on your shitty. And then you could live in your plane. Per- I can leave. There you go. Instead of your car, you could live in your plane. And now would be a more interesting story to tell people that I live in my plane. Yeah, that'd um, be, yeah. So that would be exciting if you do get your pilot's license via the internet, which I guess is a thing. You think I could get a, a Hadid on my plane? I don't. I mean, sure. If you if you promised them uh, whatever the Hadids are into, I don't know. The Hadids are something I, I'm not familiar with. I, I know there's two, a Bella and a and a and a. Is there another one? There is, is there another Hadids? one. I don't I don't know her name. Yeah, yeah. and then there's a mother and a father who they have a house in Malibu. That's uh, I live in, I have a house in Malibu, and across the street from my Malibu home is this gigantic, ugly, ugly house that looks like a cheesecake factory that has been sitting vacant now for years. But somebody put millions and millions of dollars into it, and I guess just ran out of money. And people tell me it's this Hadid guy's home. Who just? I'm not. I'm not kidding. You'll see. You try. Is it gaudy? Is it like it's oh, overly? It's, it's absolutely awful. Like yeah. how anybody would do this is is it's god awful. I'll, I'll take a picture of it one day and and show it to you. Uh, but if as you drive down Pacific Coast Highway, you'll see it, and it's been overgrown now for years. Uh, I don't know what they'll do with it. They, they just tear it down. So, but I believe that this is Hadid guy. Sorry to get off track once again. Once we start talking Hadids, I can't stop. Back to the. Uh, the uh, so the, the the polar vortex. I hope you're all doing fine. Don't go out. Stay in. Listen to the thing. Now there's another crazy story, and it's kind of a sad story, but we have to bring it up because it's all over the news. This kid was attacked last night in uh, Chicago. His name is Jesse Smollett, I believe. He's on Empire. He's a singer. I guess he came out uh, a couple of years, 35 years old. Oh, he's not a kid. He's 35. Oh, I thought he was younger than that. Anyway, he came out. Uh, he's a gay guy, a singer on this show, uh, Empire. I don't watch Empire. I don't really know who, I don't know him. But it seems like a nice enough guy. 
And I guess he got attacked last night in Chicago, two o'clock in the morning. He says he was he landed, you know, from a flight, went to his hotel, got a little hungry, decided to go to a subway outside of the hotel in a kind of well-to-do area of Chicago. From what I'm gathering, this story is a bit strange. I must admit, there are it's an odd story. He goes into the to the to the. Uh, are you familiar with the story? Have you heard anything? I haven't. About it? No, okay. no. He this goes happened in, yesterday. Last night. Okay. He goes into the oh, then maybe the night before, but he goes into the subway. And he, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and he comes out of the subway, and he gets attacked by two men. First, you hear the men are white. Then I hear we don't, they don't, we don't know the color of the men because they were masked. They were ski masked. So we don't know if they're white or black. But that, anyway, then you're hearing, I'm hearing a report. This is all last night as, as the story's kind of developing. I'm, I'm, before I go to bed, I'm reading it on Twitter, and I'm getting TMZ says they yelled MAGA, or this is MAGA country, make America great again. Then they say they didn't yell MAGA. Who knows? It depends on what weird tweets you're reading. They put a noose around this kid's neck, I heard. They pour bleach on him. The whole thing just sounds awful. And, and it just goes back to like where if, – if this is all fucking comes out to be a crazy true story, like this is fucking just a shitty, shitty time that we're living in that th- these, this shit still happens. I don't know – if they they must I see they, they seem to have targeted this kid because how else would they have known he was in the subway and why would they have bleach and a noose unless they were just going to do this to anyone on the streets of Chicago? But they seem I heard that they yelled at this kid, you're the you're the gay kid from Empire or something. So they must have known who he was. Then I read another story that a couple weeks before this he had gotten some uh, some mail, some fan mail that's like like serial killer fan mail where they where they like glue letters from magazines on paper to say we're going to kill you. So there there's something going on. This there's more to this story is what I'm trying. I believe uh, whether it's whether these guys are targeting him for some reason or something. This is a very strange story, and I don't know if we're getting all of it quite yet. But I feel terrible for this guy, 35 years old. I heard he's doing a show Saturday night at the Troubadour here in Los Angeles, and they said show's on. It's not canceled. So I, I, I don't think he was that. I mean, he was beaten up, and, and and it's probably a terrible thing to go through. But I don't think he was beaten to the point where he's not capable of, of you know moving around. I think he broke ribs or whatever. Is that he I doing re- like a singing show? Yeah, or? he's a okay. singer. Okay. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess he's doing something at Troubadour. I just read this this morning. That, that I said, show, show to Troubadour is not canceled. He will be doing the show to Troubadour. Don't worry. Yeah, so he's coming. It, that, this kid is coming. Uh, so it, the whole story is just crazy. It's just a weird story. I don't, I mean, I, I, it just seems very strange to me. If It, it just goes back to where we're at, right? I know I've talked about this before, and I know the country's always been shitty, but I feel like it's a little shittier now. Whatever. Maybe it's just because there's more outlets for people to post shitty stuff. Like, I watched this other video on YouTube of this dude punching these two girls on a hot dog line in downtown Los Angeles, and then, like, running off. Like, and then I... There's been a lot of punching. Now it brings me to what? Punching... This fucking poor guy from Empire getting beat up on the street. These girls getting punched by this dude. Punching everybody's punching everybody. Now it goes to this. Here's what I'm getting at. So I've been watching a lot of TV the last couple of days because I've been on flights, long flights, back and forth to New Hampshire. Then I was in New Hampshire and I was watching in hotels. People told me to watch the Fire Festival doc. I did. People told me to watch the uh, Ted Bundy doc, like a thing on Netflix, watch Ted Bundy 
like documentary part, six parts or eight parts. I'm starting to watch that. Creepy, creepy shit. Then I was getting all creeped out by all this stuff that I was watching. I start watching this one, Abducted in Plain Sight. More weirdness, child molestation, craziest fucking story. And the, I don't know if anybody's watched it, but it's Abducted in Plain Sight. It's on Netflix. This got this. I don't even want to get into the details of the story because it's too hard to explain. The, the parents of this poor girl who gets abducted in plain sight several times by this weird fucking neighbor. Parents are just strange. There's so many twists and turns in this documentary. It's very bizarre. But the parents are, are just complete idiots. Then I read about this documentary about Michael Jackson that's in Sundance. That everyone's freaking out about. That the kid who had a show on MTV was a choreographer, Wade Robson. It's him and another kid who say that they were molested as children by Michael Jackson. Listen, the Michael Jackson shit, it keeps coming back up and everybody keeps going, Hey, no way did he do this. Absolutely not. He's the greatest person. Like these people, Wade Robson and, and this other kid, are getting like death threats all now because of this documentary. It's going to air on HBO later this year. Uh, here's the thing about Michael Jackson. First of all, I read, I read details. I didn't see the documentary, but I'm reading details about what's in the documentary. Uh, the parents of this Wade Robson and this other kid take this kid to Neverland Ranch, which, first of all, what the fuck are you doing taking the kid to Neverland Ranch? We've all heard the stories. My mother wouldn't take me around the block. Like, Neverland Ranch, that's far. You got to fly across the country. This kid, Wade Robson, is from Australia. He flew to Neverland Ranch. Then Michael Jackson says to these parents, tonight... I'm going to sleep with Wade Robson and his sister come up to my room, and you parents go down to another room. I guess the house is a gigantic home, Neverland, where you, you know, par what parent goes, okay, no problem. That sounds like a perfect plan for you to get you a, a grown man to get, get in bed with the child, the children. No problem. Like sexual deviancy aside, who lets their kids share a room with a guy who owns a theme park and a monkey? All that, but like exactly, <laughs> yeah. all that shit yeah. is just like that's that's fucking this guy. That's Michael Jackson. We all know he's a weirdo, but th there's a lot of weirdos in the world. That's fine. But so then to say, go ahead and and, and sleep with with the kids tonight. That's fine. They're not family members. He's not a cousin. He's not an uncle. He's not none, none of that shit. It's just so fucking weird to me that these pa these fa just dumb parents, dumb 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 parents, letting this stuff happen. Uh, so say what you want. Here's my thing about Michael Jackson. And I know people are getting very angry because Michael Jackson has hit songs. You don't want to believe that he's done these things. If Michael Jackson were just the guy down the street who is an electrician and he goes to work every day and, and every weekend he would have children, not his own, some children from the neighborhood over the house to drive around on a train that he had in his backyard and feed, um, the llamas that he has in his yard. You would go, you know what, uh, Jim down the street, yeah, I, I don't think you should have the kids over. And then Jim goes, hey, you know what, tonight, why don't you guys go back to your house and, and, uh, you know, and, and watch the news and go to bed? Well, you send uh, Jimmy and, and, and Susan over to my place to sleep in the bed with me. I have no hit songs, and uh, I don't have a, you know, like a, a sequins glove. So would that be cool? You go, no. Absolutely not, because you're a fucking crazy person. But because this guy has hit songs, I guess that's the only reason we're giving him the benefit of the doubt. We're like, of, you, he's got Thriller. Every song on it is a hit. 
PYT is like the least of the good songs on it, and that's a good song. And it's so about pretty young things. Oh, it, there's so many. Uh, I mean, who knows? But then you got to be just like, uh, 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 he's done this. He's done something. He's done something. The guy is just a weird dude. Stop with the kid. I can't wait to watch this documentary. Anyway, that's so. Here's all the news. I'm watching too much. You're going to watch it? The Michael Jackson? Oh, fuck okay. yeah, I would watch it. Absolutely. I'm fa- I love that shit. Do you know if a documentary's been done on him yet? Yeah, well, there's been a bunch of different things done. This one, I think, is like the, the one where they actually get two people. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I've seen things on him. You know, maybe it's... And then I, the greatest thing ever was the, was the years ago... You probably weren't even born yet. I don't know how many years ago it was. He did an interview with this... With this like a British journalist and it aired on like 60 minutes or something and it was the craziest shit that's when we were all like what the fuck is happening here like it was when we all saw Michael Jackson at his craziest he was like climbing trees in his backyard and at this point he's 41 years old and he's climbing trees and he's wearing like you know pajama pants and a, and a captain's jacket and just shit like that you know it's just like oh what are we doing Nobody tells you no, you can do whatever you want. That's the problem. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. This is the problem with ev- with famous people. You get to a point in life when nobody tells you no. You're like, fuck it. Go ahead. Do it. That's when you live alone. I was living alone for many years. And when you live alone, you start to get like that. You put on sunglasses at, in, at, uh, at 1 o'clock in the morning, and then you go get a cowboy hat, and then you're standing in the kitchen in a cowboy hat and sunglasses. You're like, why not? I could fucking do that. Nobody's telling me not to. So that's what Michael Jackson had, I believe. When you, when, that's why asshole friends are good to have. They keep you in line. If you walk out of the house and one of your friends goes, what, are you fucking wearing that tonight? No, absolutely not. We're go, the people are we're going to see us. Go put something else on. You need that. Trust me. You think the guy's a dick, but he's helping you in the end. Back to the um, news. Okay. Where are we? Okay. The reason, okay. Now I'm, I'm all over the place. So I'm watching all. The, I'm watching too much net, you know, uh, s- stuff on TV. Are these all documentaries that are doing it? Well, I mean, people are telling me to watch them on the Facebook page and stuff. So I'm starting to watch this stuff because everybody wants me to discuss it. And so there you go. There's my discussion on it. These are all. It's all just craziness, and it's fascinating to watch. But it's just like I feel bad for these poor people who have to go through these things. I feel like it's my father used to call them. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> What's the term he used to use? Poor unfortunates. He used to say, these are poor unfortunate people. <laughs> and uh, he's right. There's a lot of poor unfortunate people in the world, and I feel bad for them. I can't save everybody, so that's why I just go throughout life and try and, you know, do the best for myself because fuck everyone else in the end. I can't help. I can't help anybody. Um, so then I go, last night, I begin to watch Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> it's only better programming. Well, first of all, I start watching it, I'm, I, I, and when it begins, I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. By minute 10, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't turn it off. Lindsay Lohan, it all makes no sense. Who better to run a beach club in Greece uh, than, uh, than, a, than, a, than a 35-year-old pale, freckled woman, put her on the beach, a woman who c- probably couldn't have any, can't have any sun on her, Go ahead and p- give her a beach house. She has no, like, business running restaurants or clubs or anything, but I, I'm sure that's all fake. It's like, I don't think she really runs the business. I don't think she's actually doing the bookkeeping of this business. I, I have a, I have a, um, a, a, 
I actually invest in restaurants here in Los Angeles, and I know how difficult it is to the restaurant business. So anyway, she's running this club. Lindsay Lohan, why not? Let Lindsay run it. She's, she's running the club. She, it's, yeah. it's called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, the actual club. And she's got other people like this, you know, like effeminate Greek uh, kids who are helping her out. They seem to know what they're doing. And then if staff of handsome, good-looking people seem to all be from America, at least for on gathering from the wet episode I watched, and they're staying in another house. This is like, it's like their ripoff of Vanderpump Rules, I guess. I never watched Vanderpump Rules, but I'm imagining this is what it's like. Now, from a guy who worked in restaurants for 13 years, uh, I, nobody ever came to us and said, hey, you losers want to make a fucking TV show about being uh, working in a restaurant? Because it wasn't fucking glamorous. You're chopping... Iceberg lettuce, then you go away on a couple tables, then you make, you know, you take $175 home, and you, f- that, you start again the next day. The, uh, these people are out fingering each other, and everyone's on the beach. Nobody's fucking working. Anyway, <laughs> you're working you a fucking improv. What if they, the, like, the, the camera crew said, we'd love to we'll follow you guys' lives. Are they fun to watch? I know those slobs work at the improv. Who'd want to watch that shit? You want to watch Alex going back to his car and fucking <laughs> firing up his heater and, and trying to make it through another night alive? You want to watch that? No, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> anyway. Why watch that when you could see Lindsay Lohan so, destroying a business? No, so anyway, so Lindsay Lohan, she's really not in it that much. Like it opens with her, like I guess they're having some rapper come. Who, I don't even. His, they, he calls him Big Shaq, and I thought it was Shaquille O'Neal. Like he his, he spells it S H A Q. I'm like, well, that's already been taken. If you're a big black guy, Shaq's already been taken by the biggest star in the world. You can't say I'm Shaq too. No, Shaq's been taken. You got to go another name. Not only Shaq, he calls himself Big Shaq. Big Shaq. He, and he, so you know that guy's known for being huge. I'm big, big version. He's and he uh, so he comes and does a, It's a, a big deal. He comes and does a concert on the beat at the beach clubs like middle of the afternoon, and there's not even that many people there. There's like. I think I had more people in my gig in New Hampshire. There's like <laughs> 75 people in the crowd dancing around to Big Shaq, and Lindsay's dancing. Then you get to back to the house where the, the, the good-looking people, waiters, and, and they, keep, they keep saying they're VIP hostesses, which is so fucking weird to me. Anyway, VIP hostesses, whatever that means. That's the title. I have no idea what it means. So the VIP hostesses are at this house. Um, this is all going to tie in, people. Stay with me. It's, I'm going to tie all this in. Are you ready? Okay. So now the VIP hostess, one VIP hostess is yelling at another VIP hostess, which I guess that's how this reality TV works now. It's just we all watch until they get to the point of screaming at each other. Everyone's screaming. TV now is just, by the way, Alex, can you get me like on your, oh, you know, I might have it on my phone. This is what I, this is what, this is what um, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club is. There's a constant backbeat throughout the entire episode. So let's just play that. This plays throughout the entire episode, like this type of this type of beat. So the, all the talking and all the dialogue is done over a backbeat. So, and then it's a lot of these girls screaming, and, and guys, why are you so thirsty? Why are you so thirsty? Why are you so thirsty? You're thirsty. Why are you so thirsty? Why are you thirsty? I'm not thirsty. You're thirsty. I mean, this fucking girl said thirsty, uh, and this plays. You're probably thinking right now, this has been playing now for about ten, nine seconds. You're like, that sounds no- annoying. Try it for a half hour. Try it for a half hour. Plays the entire time. So, uh, um, and now, you know what? Just to fuck with you people, I'm going to play it the entire time I discuss ba- um, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. So, now there's a fight in the house. Is this too loud? Is it coming off too loud? <laughs> Alex is 
saying <laughs> Alex is really annoying. If we're annoying Alex right now, and he's 27, it, this is this shit's made for your people. I know people with no attention span whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, like this is you need a backbeat. This on is yeah. So now there's a fight between these two, these two, um, these two girls. The one girl says, "You talk to a guy I was supposed to hook up with at a club." And and they and the one girl hauls off and punches the other girl right in the face. Hard. Like it's a crazy slap punch right in the face. Okay, here's my point. I had to stop that because it was driving me insane. Here's the problem with the world today and why this poor kid was attacked on the streets of Chicago, why this poor, these poor women were punched in the face at a, at, a, at a hot dog stand in Los Angeles. Because we have now decided to let everybody punch everybody in the face. I used to watch Real World on MTV, and I loved it. Real World New York, Real World Los Angeles, Real World New Orleans, Real World England. And back then, if there was a fight of any kind whatsoever, if one person even came remotely close to touching another person, they were kicked off the show immediately. No violence. Not allowed. Not allowed. Now, they've gotten to the point where if there's not three fights in an episode, full-on fights, punching each other, ripping each other's hair out, like full-on fight, then you, it, it's, not a, it's not a proper episode. So this girl hits this other girl right in the face. Now it's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? They sit everyone down. First of all, everyone looks amazing on the show. How people look so amazing on like a hot, sunny beach is beyond me. I go to the beach. I look like within 15 minutes, I look like a complete crazy homeless person my, my, my hair goes fucking crazy i it's too too bright i look all wrinkly and it, then it's fucking sun and i look like shit these people look absolutely amazing on the beach all fucking day except for Lindsay lohan she looks like a person who's just with all that is within her she is trying to hang on she that's not the beach though no she is like hanging on to whatever she wants to do drink or 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 or, or, or coke or she she might be clean right now and she seems like she's got her shit together actually a little bit on this show but she is dying for something every she's almost like shaking like i need a fucking something i need to do some crazy shit but she's completely normal and she's going to handle this punching situation she goes to the house and she says, we, we can't be, first of all, an effeminate like Greek guy shows up and he goes, this is crazy. This is crazy thing you do. Nobody can do, oh, hold on. Nobody can do this to each other. This is not the way people live to do each other. Punch face. No good. That's the worst Greek accent. I don't know what this is. <laughs> That's what he's talking like. And he's got like perfect eyebrows and his hair is perfect. And uh, <laughs> Sorry. My back feet ended. Uh, anyway, then Lindsay comes and now I can't. Now I, I, I'm so into this show I can't stop watching. I'm like, is this girl getting kicked off? Uh, that ends now. I don't know how. Now I have to watch another episode next week, uh, and it moves to Monday. Then, of course, you see commercials for other shows on MTV coming up. Oh, it's on MTV. It's on MTV. Oh, so now, perfect. so while you're watching it, you see other shows that are coming up. It's all just people. Trash punching each other here. like and then getting into like a, 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 a the, every fight seems to start in some sort of van like there's those it does you know 12 passenger vans there's like one girl texting 
in the front part of the passenger van. There's some girl in the back. Oh, what'd you say, bitch? What'd you say, bitch? Don't bother me, bitch. Like, fuck you. You're thirsty, bitch. And then they'll, like, start. It starts there. Then they get out, and it, you know, continues into the club. And then the fighting starts back at the house. That seems to be every show on MTV, which I believe is another reason why this world has gone to shit. Because we're all watching these shows going, these people are amazing. I love watching. We're glorifying we're trash glorifying people. We're glorifying. We, I love seeing Lisa Renna dance on a table like a fucking idiot. She's a 52-year-old woman. She's dancing on a table like a fucking crazy person at Andy Bravo's fucking christening of, of a baby. Like, what is happening? I, wa- I used to go home and watch MTV. Oh, my God. I couldn't wait to get home. I sat in front of that MTV for 10 hours. Videos. Stupid fucking music videos, wall to wall, men without hats, fucking uh, uh, Mr. Mr., just shit band, shit music, shit videos, but I loved it. Was I out punching people at a hot dog stand? No, because why am I going to punch people when I'm watching Mr. Mr., Broken Wings? Doesn't It, it doesn't instill violence, but if you're going to let Lindsay Lohan's fucking busboy girl punch Lindsay Lohan's VIP hostess, then that's going to trickle down to all life, and everybody's going to start punching everybody, and that's where we're at now. Are you happy? You people watch this shit? Now I can't stop watching it, and I, I can't wait till Monday to see what happens on Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Where are we at on time? I was just, we're at 42. 41. Are you kidding? No. Oh my God! This is this is the easiest that it's ever gone. I know. We might have to. It's that backbeat. Put it back on. It's just <laughs> I know. time flies. It ends. It ends. I got a little into it I when you were actually. So did I. I'm not kidding. I actually got it did. That's, <laughs> that's one a, of my that's favorite the podcasts now. It's everybody. one of my favorite things. As a guy used to work at the Cosmo, so you know, like. Like chilling at a pool at Vegas with that just kind of low backbeat in the background, it just feels like you're on a vacation always. And that's probably why they do it on Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club because it makes you feel like you're on. Not like loud, not too loud. You know what I mean? Just like at uh-huh. the pool where it's just like, whatever it is. I don't know, whatever backbeat it is. Is it's that so a, exciting? I feel like that's kind of for attention span. Yeah, like it's just like it helps you fall into a groove of just this droning on, and that way you're never like, "What the hell am I watching?" You're just like bopping your head the yeah, whole time. I, I guess, and it, and it, yeah, it, and and also it's so weird now. TV is you don't even have to make it like a twenty because let's say it's a half hour program like Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Most of it is you come back from commercial and they show again what they showed before you went to commercial. That takes up another like two minutes. So I'm like, basically what I've watched here is probably 10 minutes of programming, but you've repeated it four different times. So we're at the same point. It's just different like, camera angles. Just, yeah, right, right, right. But they even showed like the same exact thing. Like here's what you watched the last commercial. With This is what happened before. Here it is again. And now here's the res- resolution of that. Now we're going to do that again. Here's it again. And... Le- oh, so it's like how like teenagers write essays, like right. just all just, fluff and just a bunch of words just to try and get to a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Or well, the way Trump speaks, where he just throws like adjectives in front of like because he's trying to think of the next thing. So instead of actually like he'll just go, "It's a really, really, really good thing." That means he's thinking of the next thing. Just when you add, it's like a he classic. probably used to say um a lot, and someone's like, you can't it's be president. Tra- and say, oh, that's um. by, by the way, and I think I do it a little bit too. So I, I don't want to shit on these kids too much, but on the uh, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, the, every one of them says like a thousand fucking times. It's like 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 like, and they're all in love with each other. They met like 
yesterday. <laughs> like, the reason I'm here is because I love you, and I love you, and I don't want you to be kicked out of here because I love you, and I love you so much, and if without you, this I don't get job attention. is going to be no fun. I, met, I know I met you yesterday, and I never saw you before in my life, but I love you, and I need you to be next to me at Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club when it gets busy on whatever night. Is that what friendship becomes like in the Facebook era? Like when you grow up with the more friends that you've never met than friends you actually know? I guess you have to know. be in love with people, yeah. Yeah, you're you just like, I, lo- I just met you. I see you. I'm looking at you. Yeah. We're friends. I, I I don't know. Maybe under like circumstances such as that, like I hear uh, under circumstances such as war and you know, if, if you've been through some horrible stuff, you do bond quicker. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like something like that. Like if you're working at Lindsay Land Lohan's Beach Club and she's your boss, uh, maybe it's like going to war. It's that camaraderie. And, we're yeah, all in the, the bond shit is much together. quicker than than it would be if you were just on a regular job. So that's Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, and, and that's all the news that's fit to print here. Uh, this Super Bowl's coming up Sunday. You got the New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Rams. Um, it, I have some people coming over. I always love the Super Bowl. It should be fun. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Then I head to New York where I'll be doing the Howard Stern wrap-up show on Tuesday. Uh, and then I... Who hosts that? Uh, that is a, a Gary Delabate, Baba Booey, and, uh, and, and John... Baba Booey's and, still around. And John Hine. They host cool. it. I'm very excited to go and do that. Uh, and then I go and do uh, the weekend with Heather uh, at Caroline's. Then I'm off to... I'm doing uh, Valentine's Day at the House of Comedy in uh, Arizona, Phoenix. You have to come. I'm not only doing Valentine's Day, I'm doing the weekend. So for the 14th, 15th, 16th. Then I go to, um, to the, their other club in uh, West Edmonton, uh, Canada, which I need ca- Canadians to come because I really don't know anybody in Canada. And I, so please come. And you've been good at it, and, and, and that's that. All right. How do, we, how do you feel we did? Uh, I feel I, like we covered everything. We covered it to cover? Yeah, we covered to cover. I don't know. I, maybe you liked it, maybe you didn't, man. Spread the word. People seem to be liking it. We're up to 1,000 people on this uh, Facebook page, so we're moving right along. And uh, people seem to be enjoying it, and I hope you do. I hope you continue to come out to live shows. Hope you continue to listen to this podcast. Hope you continue to tell... A lot of people are saying, because I know I have a large female audience, and I know you've all come from Juicy Scoop, and I do appreciate that. And I know a lot of you are saying, hey, I was listening to this in my car, and my husband was there, who normally doesn't like to listen to like the Juicy Scoop impressions or whatever, you know, Real Housewives stuff. But I, he, they love you. He loved your stuff. Good. Tell your husbands and their br- friends to listen to it. Because I know I talked a little bit about Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club today, but I don't necessarily go down those roads. People have been telling me to watch Fire Festival and, and abduct it in plain sight. So I did. But I'll get back to news once again. I know we, ha- we did this last week. It was a bit of a slow news week. We didn't have a major story outside of this kid getting no beat up. cheeseburgers were served, a football No, program. no, we didn't have anything good. like that. We didn't have anything like that. Trump has been, you know, Trump has been Trump. So uh, there's really nothing to, the, the, the government is open again. The, our teachers here in Los Angeles are back to work. The government's been reopened. It could shut again in February. Wasn't changed. it like a temporary, like a three-week? It's, it's a temporary thing. It, yeah, so he, it, it could be closed again. Let's hope not. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, so it's been a little bit of a slow week, so I'm glad we had the Fire Festival and and uh, and Lindsay Lohan to talk about. Let me know. Let me know how you liked it. Everybody, write me 
on Instagram, write me on Facebook, write me on my, my, my friend Joel at AOL.com. Right, just let me know where you're at. Text at me. At where? Franjoel at AOL.com. Oh, that's, okay. my, uh, that's my F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A at AOL.com. I know people say, AOL. I'm like, I've had it for 30 years. What am I doing? When Give he checks up. your email, the dial-up tone No, <laughs> no it actually does. When I, it does say, it still, it still does say, you've got, you've got me. me. It still oh. says that. Still, it scares the shit out of me every time, too, when I have the volume up. Um, for 30 years, it scared you every time? It still gets me every time because I, I just don't expect. It's very loud. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. FrenchAllAwell.com. However you want to write me, just write me. Let me know how you. Let me know if you like it. Let me know if you hate it. Let me know if you want me to talk about other things. Let me know if I talked too much about, you know, reality TV today, which I I know I don't want to do, but it was fascinating, and I did bring it back to like why I believe violence is 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 becoming. I feel greater. I feel the world's getting dumber, and it's all because of we're letting it get dumber. We want to watch Lisa Renna dance on a table when you're supposed to tell a person in a fucking restaurant, get off the table. You're a grown woman. You're acting like an idiot. I know this is the wrong crowd for that attitude because you guys all love that shit, but it bull, it's not. If one of your friends that you like, oh, we got to go. This yeah, you love ridiculous. it until your children start of doing course, it. Of course. It's just uh, children. If a fucking five-year-old got on the table, you understand. He's well, a five-year-old. Well, I mean, year this is a, This is a grown and that's only her, not Elisa Renner. Elisa Renner really went. I, you have no idea what I'm talking about, right? No. Uh, let's, this was a, a fucking thing that I happened to watch online. Andy, Andy Cohen, who runs Bravo, has mm. a, has having a child, and they, were have, they had a baby shower for him with all the housewives of all the cities. I don't really know the housewives. I don't watch the housewives. I know Lisa Renner because we worked with her on sketches early on in Chelsea Lately. She's a very nice lady, but she's just so, as they say on Lindsay Lohan's, Beach Club thirsty. She is so fucking thirsty that she will scream. And she has made a career out of like screaming and yelling. She used to be an actress, like a legitimate actress on like Dynasty or something. And a very pretty woman. But now she's just make, made a career out of screaming and s- scream. Everyone just scream. Just go ahead and fucking scream. Everyone scream and throw shit. And that's a career these days. Scream and scream. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you all for watching and listening and all of the things you do. Let's do it again soon. We're going to have to do another one maybe this week because I'm leaving to New York. Uh, so we're going to maybe a bonus episode this week for whatever reason. If we get some more news coming in, we'll let you know. You are the greatest. Write me. Let me know how you like it. Love hearing from everybody. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.